0: On today's episode of the Yakety Yak podcast, I'm here with Shelley Francis. We are interviewing our friend Rachel Perry. Rachel has a son, Carson, who's now 15 years old, who was born with a very rare disease. It's called muscle eye brain disease. There are only 15 to 20 cases in North America. Rachel's going to tell us a little bit about life with Carson, what it's like to take care of such a special kid, and what she's learned along the way. Thanks for joining.
1: one of those, I know, he's going to be a senior. I, I mean, a sophomore at uh, Davis High. Cause he's just a little year.
2: older than Lily. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So he, um, so I thought, I'll just, a lot of times people are like, oh, what's it like to be a parent? You know, you have to be a really good person. No, really, you can be anybody. You don't you don't <laughs> sit there and go, oh, um, my child has disabilities, so I give up. You just, you get formed into the person that you've got to be for that child. Some people are like, I could never do it. Oh, you could. It might be hell some days, but you can do it. And kind because of you have to. You have to. It's not a choice. Was
0: this something that you knew about while you were Mm-mm. pregnant with him? I no. had no
1: idea. And in fact, he was 16 months old when we found out, actually, because he had eye surgery to correct a lazy eye. And the eye doctor, the poor guy, had to call me and tell me, here's the eye doctor on the phone. So, Rachel, it looks like the eye surgery went really well, but there's something wrong in his brain, I was noticing. <laughs> well, I was
2: <laughs> in there.
1: And oh. I'm like, what? And he's like, I don't want to be the one to tell you this, and I'm not really qualified. But it doesn't look like cancer, but I think it's, it's some sort of a brain disease. And up to that point, we knew he had hypotonia, which is this low muscle tone. He's not meeting milestones. So I had no idea. So um, we went in for an MRI and did all this and found out he had muscle eye brain disease. Now, there's a ton of kids with that out there. <laughs> there's never, about I've 15 heard to 20 in North America.
0: That's it. Yeah, it's that rare. That's it.
1: So I told Tammy that I was gonna read this little thing that I put on there to explain it just for two seconds so people understand the thing, what it is. Um, but first, I was gonna let you guys know that this is like life to me is like a drug commercial. How in the very beginning, there's somebody's all sad and <laughs> depressed, and then all of a sudden, there's good news. There's a drug, and everybody's happy for a while, and, and then all of a sudden. People are still happy, but all of a sudden, the side effects are being listed, and it sounds kind of scary. And then the butterfly goes across the screen. So you feel kind of happy again. <laughs> right. This is life, people. There is no <laughs> cure. And when people are like, you know, things can't get worse. Oh, yeah, they can. They can get worse. They can get five times worse. Oh, sorry.
2: Oh.
1: sorry I oh. Five I times I this worse. right? Because I remember when it happened. I remember yeah. when we got a diagnosis. He wasn't supposed to live for very long, No, he wasn't supposed to live past, usually they don't live past two. I remember that. Yeah. So here's me every night watching him breathe, watching him breathe, watching him breathe, like, come on. And I just remember just thinking, I think that's the first day I found out I had the biggest migraine I'd ever had in my life, and I just thought, okay, well, um, I sure hope he, you know, I just, no idea. And the doctors are like, here's some paperwork on what we know now, you know, that's all we can do for you. So it's weird, but so I'm just gonna um if I say this, at least people if they're listening, do
0: it for me especially. I have an I idea. Don't, I don't know what, what it is. Uh, muscle
1: eye brain. So this is what I used on my last uh, when it was Rare Disease Day. I said Carson was born with an ultra rare form of congenital muscular dystrophy called muscle eye brain disease. The National Institute of Health defies a rare disease as one of one that affects less than two hundred thousand people. And MUV is so rare that there's no n- numerical statistics for how often it occurs. It's an inherited condition caused by a mutation of the P-O-M-G-N-T-1 gene, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Both have to be carriers, by the way, so the chance of it happening is slim to none. It results in a number of symptoms including muscle weakness, not just limb, but muscles, heart, lungs, stomach, bowels, etc., vision abnormalities, um, glaucoma, severe nearsitosis, and possible retina detachment. We hope that one we don't have to watch. Brain structure abnormal. Abnormalities, the brain develops a bumpy cobblestone appearance and lacks um, the normal folding structure and severe intellectual disabilities. I said there's no successful treatment or cure for MEB. However, Carson has defied many odds and has excelled in areas they never thought possible. Um, day-to-day can be tough at times on him, physically and mentally. However, his sense of humor is hysterical and we love this kid to pieces. He's a joy. So do you like how kind of did that? He's a joy. Uh, i was reading that okay so anyway he is hilarious he is funny he has a great sense of humor but um i just think so a lot of times people are like well so what's it like and i think well when i describe it this time i want to describe it what it's like but also from his point of view okay because i think a lot of the times people are like the parents talk about and i think you know if it's that hard at times imagine what it's like being in that body every day yeah and being like what the and when people are like when you go to heaven because he can't walk or talk, but he has other sort of ways to communicate. But he goes, when you go, if, so those who believe there's an afterlife in heaven and you'll be reunited and won't that be a wonderful day? And I said, yeah, it will be. And if that does happen and if that is how it goes, then I'll be happy when he says, hey, mom, you idiot. When I was saying this with my finger, uh, uh, uh. No, it wasn't for that. It was for this, you dummy. How many times have you tried to tell you? You know how frustrated you are? You so stupid. <laughs> I think you've done better. Did he, did he
0: never learn to talk then, so he's never been able to speak? No, he doesn't. Well, he does say ma.
1: He says ma. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, he does. And my, um, yeah, I just, he'll say certain things like, he'll imitate things. So if he wants to in the car, he'll say, Vroom. if he wants the dogs, he goes, Because in his opinion, dogs don't go rough. They yeah. go,
0: he <laughs> hears the sound. And, that's what it is.
1: and he, if he wants water, like with water swimming, he'll go uh, to do the gargling noise. He has all these different things that he'll do, but he won't do the normal things like um, American Sign Language or the picture system, all these things that the schools are <laughs> like, that they try hey, to, to do this. And sometimes it works because he knows damn well what those pictures are. Oh, he does. And he knows to point. And I've seen him do it. In fact, I walked into class when he was in sixth great and he's coloring and he sees me and her and throws it on the ground and pretends he's not coloring <laughs> you're kidding you will color and they're like you know he's eating snacks and stuff and he does he eats snacks things like that but every day basically the routine is he yells for me and i have a <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, if I don't hurry, it's irritating, okay? Because mm-hmm. he's sitting there going, I need someone to help me, yeah. and you're it, so get going. And now, did you guys
2: – sorry, I didn't interrupt you, actually. Yeah, what
1: was that about? <laughs> Are you a co-host? You guys just took your <laughs> – yes, that's a yes, yes, co-host. It. I'll tell you when you can speak. <laughs> I'm okay. So cool. Let me have did you guys my just
2: changed your house around so that he is on yes, the main floor. Yeah. in the living room, right?
1: Well, so he's not in the living room. He's actually off – so off the garage, which is our wonderful family room with the fireplace that we all love. <laughs> now he's in the master suite where everybody's like, "I can't, I have that room." No. Oh. But it's it it hard is, to modify your whole life. Yeah, and so and that's living. what we're doing for right now until we uh, get into a ramp. So we'll do that for a few more months, but next year we go. In the next year we got oh, to we go, we'll make sure <laughs> that we get into a ramp because he is um, about eighty pounds now, big, no. eighty-two pounds. So everything I do, I I lift him way more than I should. I go to the chiropractor about every couple of weeks. So you're and...
0: carrying him everywhere.
1: Yeah, I do. I'm just – so when I, I move him in and out, people are like, it's time for the minivan. I can't hear you. <laughs> so I just kind of move him in and out of the Jeep and da-da-da and move his chair and all that. But he – so this is what it's like. Let me kind of go back. Okay. And... So in the morning, he does that. He yells for me. And I actually have a system where I can see him in his bed, you know. I mm-hmm. The whole thing where you're watching him in the night stuff. So it will be he... – need you or whatever. It used to be up until about three or four years ago that he always slept right in my room or next to me or whatever. But as he's gotten a little bit older, just even in the past couple years, he's gotten a little bit better at um, being alone sleeping at night. However, you have to put him to sleep and lay there next to him and sing and talk and all these things. He's like, that's so cute. <laughs> it is cute. But uh, you can understand that idea when that people would... are like, you go to leave the room, their eye opens, and you're like, no! Yes, yes, I'm I remember terrified. that. Yes. Or somebody drops something upstairs, you're like, shut it. <laughs> yeah, that would be so But there are a lot of sweet moments. But so from the moment he gets up, he's like, he's ready to go. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't have a ton of patience in him. <laughs> And he doesn't, and he's 15 almost, but his mind always varies between five, six, uh, you know, it's just really, it's hard to tell, but he definitely understands what's going on around him, but, so he'll yell to me, so then I go get him, and the dogs, which are his favorite though, he, he starts making noises for the dogs, well they're usually on top of him, but I pick him up and take him up to the bath, so you gotta get him bathed, and he's sitting there, and the dogs just stare, and I feed him a lot of times breakfast in the bath. That's smart. he has a power move. And the power move he's always had is, I will not eat for you. This is my control. I don't eat for you. So he has to be distracted a lot of the time. So there either has to be a movie going or he's playing in the water. And then you pretend you're not really feeding him. And then, and then you you're give able him to. Because, so you have to feed him every single meal? Yeah. Yeah, you have to feed him every meal. So he doesn't, yeah, he can't eat on his own that way. And you have to watch because he likes to laugh or smile and look off in the distance. And then he likes to swallow it whole. Oh, and, and then, then you have chokes. to be like, chew, chew, chew. <laughs> 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 so I've had the Heimlich quite a few times in his life. So I always tell people, don't get too comfortable because he will do that. And if, like at school, um, sometimes watch the buddies will feed him or girls in sixth grade used to. And he wouldn't eat. He'd just sit there and start smiling while they were and I'm like, okay. So they had to move people away from him a little bit, just have the teachers feed him. Otherwise, he'd just he'll get, get distracted. he's just very flirty, too. I'm is very, he really? Yes. That's and so funny. he'll eat for anybody else. But you. But me or for his dad. He'll eat for his stepdad, his stepmom, all, everyone else, grandparents, everyone. You're kidding. That's always oh, been his control with us. Is,
2: and he it took until he
1: was six years old to actually start eating solid. solid. He was mostly on pediatric Shore and things. Then he went to, um, he went to Knowlton elementary and he was like, wait a minute what all these kids are eating at lunch and my parents aren't here to see
2: And was like this
1: this is good So it went so that's kind of how it started accelerating but he still to this day uses that as his control. A little manipulated. Yeah, the men and I was like, like most children. Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they always have to I have something, it. and that's his control. I can control if you put food in my mouth or not. <laughs> so I can. He can either stay alive or so. Sometimes you know, I don't know. I mean, he, and he has. So when he's sitting there, I feed him his breakfast, and then he has to have morning meds. So he has morning meds and night meds. So I give him his How morning meds. How many
2: meds does he take? Sorry, I'm just...
1: Well, so right now he takes about four meds. He takes one. One of them is a sleeping med because with this wonderful disease your brain doesn't turn off yeah. it just thinks i'm up all the time and that's great and that was a big problem in the very beginning when he was two when that would be started so hard and he was starting to oh, self-harm a lot because he was just feeling so crazy because he wasn't getting sleep nobody mm-hmm. was but anyway so he takes um morning meds and one of them is zoloft and it was a liquid zoloft and he was two when he started that mm. and that was just to get him to stop hurting himself because the depression in so fast to him because he was aware of what he could and couldn't do as a two-year-old yeah. you're kidding he was starting to just hurt himself way too much over and it's here so we bad. are doing every little thing you know it's not like we just put him in the closet ring the bell when you need something yeah. we we're there with him every second so yeah. he just fell out of control like he didn't yeah. yeah no matter what you did no matter how you gave him options it was just and it wasn't actually until he was eight that he started pointing so it took time so the doctor would say things like does he do this? Does he do that? I'd be like, no, no. Then all of a sudden one day I'm like, he's pointing. <laughs> yes, he, he wants Point. this, this, he is, this is great. And then he was pointing. Because a milestone. What is that one? Uh, Six months. <laughs> <laughs> but it mean, was, was thrilling. Result, too. I bet it was. Yeah, so. it was thrilling. But he just. So then you get him. I, look at me. I'm worse because I just go off topic and then I come back. No, it's <laughs> so great. Now we're in the bath again, everybody. <laughs> well, we're not. He is. Let's not get this weird. He's in the bath. By himself. People, he's by himself. 15 almost. Um, And so I'm feeding him breakfast. And the dogs are, at the same time, the dogs want me to throw the ball. By the way, Carson wants me to throw the ball because he wants that going on while I'm feeding him. So it's like this show going on. And I'm just thinking... Oh, I hope it's not third grade. I'm subbing this morning. I'm too tired. <laughs> I hope it's at least sixth where they can do some of the work already. Right oh. <laughs> like there's a worksheet I'm in the back. Yeah, obviously. I'm tired. <laughs> some kids are like, I, I laugh when I go to school, and kids are like, but I don't want to go out. And I'm like, well, get yeah, used to it. There's a lot of things that get are going to happen in life. And then I will say, life sucks. Yeah. Get out. Sure. I didn't either. But guess what? <laughs> we all do time for our crime. Right. right. <laughs> we go to recess. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> But so I was sitting there. So then, like, get him out of the tub. This is the part that's getting hard because I really—he's slippery and he's big. Uh-huh. So here's me with a towel, and I get him up there. And then the, the tub is upstairs. So then I have to go down the stairs and down to the main level. Once I do that, um, so he doesn't—you're carrying him. You mean? Yeah, I carry upstairs him upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, yeah, so I've always carried carried him. But um, we get to the, his bedroom, and then I have—he wears a diaper. He cannot he can't control his muscles are gone like his muscles because of his congenital muscular dystrophy he can't even really push out poop so Um. you poop everybody you can't push out poop the word is poop and so i (laughs) so let me just tell you my world of enemas and miralax in the past and all that but his teachers love it because he rarely goes to the bathroom at school because we take care of it at home so and they don't need to worry about I usually that. position you guys. him. Yeah, I do. I do it, and he goes on the toilet most of the time. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. that's great. you yeah. got a time. But, yeah, so we do that, get that all cleared out for the morning, and then I wrap him up and put on his favorite show, which is Sesame Street still. which So I that's, have every episode. I bet you do. Everything I know, you know. And he'll sit there, and I think, okay, i got about 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes to run upstairs and get going. And usually I shower at night because it's just yeah. tough. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, So he does that, and then I come in and I get him, and um, I put him on the bed, and then I dress him and all this stuff. And he hates putting shoes on things like that because his feet curve all weird.
0: Can he fight against you? Oh yeah, he's strong. So he's strong, even though he doesn't have muscle internal muscles. No, he used to
1: scoot on his back all over the place, and he can grab things, he can throw things, he can pick things out of boxes, and he can eat things. And so he plays with toys. He knows how to like. He loves his Lightning McQueen, um, he has like trucks, he loves trucks and cars, and he knows how to push the buttons to make him make the noise and do all this stuff, and he'll go and So it's things. just
0: the internal muscles? Yeah, that just don't somewhere work? in there,
1: yeah, and, but he has amazing abs, like he can be laying down and he'll come right up easy, like into that position in no time. So he's really strong, so this is what, we had taken him to a doctor's appointment for muscular dystrophy clinic, oh, like a few months ago, we haven't even gone to this clinic, and here he is almost 15, we're like, okay, I guess we'll go, so the doctor's like, uh, how do we not know about you guys? I bet <laughs> they like, were well,
0: intrigued.
1: He's not disabled. What are you talking about? He's Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, I have never seen one that where he's not like coughing or really. So Mark is very strong. So he can and he can punch. We have to work in areas. He can throw a headbutt, like no other. We got discipline issues mm, too. Yeah, that would be- I mean. There's all sorts of things. So, once I get him ready for school, Tammy, <gasps> then I get him in the Jeep, and then I go, and we meet the bus. And he loves the bus. That's a huge part of his day. So, we always make the bus, even though uh, his... <laughs> <laughs> like, what time is it now? I'm <laughs> tired. It's 7 o'clock. Seven I mean, seven the bus comes th- at it's 7.03. And I'm thinking And high school starts, what the heck? Yeah. So... At 703, I feel like they should bus make will start later. Exactly. <laughs> Holy crap. So then he goes to school, and he loves it. And he goes to Caseville Junior High, and they started a buddy program just like the year he came. They didn't have a special needs program until about a year or two years ago. Wow. So he has full attention, and that's what he likes. All day long is people talking to him. Oh, And that's thinking good. he's wonderful, and he likes it. He <laughs> loves that. Who wouldn't? He willing? deserves that. He yeah. loves it, though. And he, I, I get so many people talking to me saying, oh, I saw Carson here, I met Carson, or I was Carson this, or, you know. So he affects a lot of people's lives, and it's for the good. And But it just, people are always like, like with respite, we have a certain amount of hours where we can hire on some respite in the week. So he goes to school, and they do a field trip every Wednesday. This teacher is amazing. She takes them out every Wednesday on the freaking, uh, they go on tracks, they go on everything, they go You're on kidding. different things, and they go all over the place. They go on shopping And trips. it's a special needs the class. Aquarium. Yeah. She does it with her aides. Every Wednesday. They go almost every week. They never miss a week. That's awesome. That you is. Know, I'm so That's worried awesome. Because he's been so spoiled there. So they do all that. Then he comes home. And then we are on a routine. Because everything's routine. And by the way. Like, as soon as we get in the car to drive, mm-hmm. everything's routine. We have to listen to the same song, <laughs> and this song's been going on for years. Oh, has it? it? Oh, splish, splash, I've been oh. thinking about, <laughs> all about a Saturday night. Splish, splash, yeah, from That's Who's a Body That's his favorite
0: from? favorite song. Yeah,
1: oh my gosh, we listen to it all the time. I listen to it every time. Occasionally, I can put the Kindle in there and get them to watch a little Sesame Street. <laughs> But after a little bit, he'll just start pointing, mm, not, nah. you know we're supposed to be listening to that really? song. Really? Yeah. Oh, so so he that's just works. like his calming <laughs> song. And it's literally been in the car. I will not kid you since he was probably seven. Yeah. That many years. That's a long I'm time. I'm super jealous. Yeah, Me I too. know you are. <laughs> Some people would be like, have you heard this new song? What? I don't listen no. to anything but the same song over and over and over. Oh. But now it's changed more. I mean, because now as he's gotten older and he goes to school, I do get to listen to other things when he's at school <laughs> at times. So then he comes home, and we're on a very big routine. He comes home, and the dogs play, and he throw the ball, and he goes crazy because he wants to spend all the time with the dogs. And then he'll watch something for about 30, 45 minutes while I make dinner. And then we all eat dinner together, and um, – and then after dinner time, I get him ready for bed, and I lay next to him, and he, um, and he'll just sit there and talk, you know, make noises and sing, and want the dogs to come play, and finally have to get them out of the room. The dogs like to sleep right on the bed next to him though, until he's asleep, and until then I move them out of the room. But he always wants them there, and they're protective of him, so it's cute. But from the moment he wakes up, basically it's 24 hour. And no matter – if we're not there, then the teacher and aides at school are there. When he- we have wonderful respite workers.
0: Do you? That come yeah. in? Yeah, I have a
1: couple that I employed that were friends and things of the family. of a few. And Isabel is one of our – his sister, when she turned 16, she could respite work for him. She's made money doing that.
0: Did he go to school when he was in elementary mm-hmm. school?
1: Yeah, and I kept them separate. Isabella is four years old, um, ahead of him, and Isabella went to Columbia, and he went to Knowlton. And I just always did it that way. That Because I smart. wanted her to be –
0: have her, have her
1: identity her own life beyond that not always be worrying about him but that's a whole other story of why i sat there thinking i don't know if i should tell this from his perspective or isabella's because was it good for her do you think was no. i think it was really good but i think the things that she saw at a young age with him and some of the reactions and he um it has given her anxiety yeah like to this day now she worked through a lot of anxiety things and Whatever, and, because it's just, when you see a child self-harm at age two. Oh, I bet that's traumatic. And they so don't traumatic. stop. And so whenever people are like, just say no, or just put him in the other room <laughs> and tell him, you can't, you, can't stop. you can't do a dang thing. Now, like. when you're so talking about self-harm, great.
0: tell us what you're talking. Hitting himself. Yeah, he
1: hits him. He'll, he used to have really scratched face. Cause, so I keep his fingernails trimmed. We keep him down to, like, just the whites. So you can't barely see anything. Because if he gets frustrated, or tired, or worn out, or even happy his go-to and it's mostly his ears so three years ago I took him to the ER because he gave himself cauliflower ear from just a couple of hits because he's that big now so now one hit or two you know he's just and the ears used it for so long so he had surgery to repair it basically that the problem with it too is that he's so ingrained to do it since he was two I don't know that he often misses a day without doing it at least once I'm pretty sure he does it once some days it's a lot more. It just depends because it releases endorphins, too. Mm-hmm. So he's getting oh. this fix from this from bad thing. That it's not, so it's not just like, oh, is he just says he can't communicate. Or I'm like, no, because he gets lots of options. He knows how to say think- certain things. He knows how to get what he wants. But he just, that is, it will release endorphins. And his doctors, we had him on a team up at uni since he was tiny. And they said, this is the first time we've seen a child wake themselves from hitting. Not just wake up and hit, but like it's so in him that he would just start doing it. And if he got to sleep on his meds, he would wake up by because mm. he's just so used to doing it. And it hurts him. Yeah, it hurts him. In fact, they can be bleeding. They can be a big old mess. And and he hits himself that hard. Yeah, oh scratches. yeah, he always has scabs of some sort. He always has a scab on this in on the one ear, always. And you can rap. him like so. If he's being really, so I'm big into. You got to discipline too, though, mm-hmm. because that's just. Life, he knows, yeah. and the thing is, is, a part of his disease, he was born, his frontal lobe was gray. Well, that's where you know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. So he's, so we're trying to teach right and wrong to somebody who doesn't have that capability at first. So he's gotten really good at it, and he knows now. And I think just other parts take over, like they say, with they the brain, They overcompensate, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he's learned... But there are things where you know, if you act like this, then you're not getting this. If you do this, but the way it works is a lot of time is he just has to sit. And you have to just basically be with him, and you have to hold his hand sometimes. The kid, the teachers at school and aides are hilarious because I, when he starts acting up, because he wants attention, he wants people to be looking at him because he's so cute and his freckles and he <laughs> smiles and his laughter <laughs> he is, is wonderful. So cute but if he doesn't get that, he starts trying to yell out more and get people's attention, and he'll. You know, if the teacher's talking about something and he's like, well, this is boring. He'll start kind of finding ways. Well, they've learned that the only thing that makes him um, stop for them, for the most part, is rubbing his feet. He loves his legs and feet rub. So he'll put oh, his foot cute. up. that's cute. They will. Oh and they will rub his feet. And that's his reward for being good. That and is he sweet. And he loves it. And so the other day, he put <laughs> his foot up. And the teacher's like, no. The aide was like, no. You're, I'm not, you, you know, you need to sit and do this, and then I'll do it if you do a good job. And he is like, kind of trying to put it back up on her lap. And so then she put hers on his lap. Oh, he she just did. started laughing like crazy. He <laughs> thought it was hilarious. But we're like, the thing is, is he knows how to manipulate. He knows, so I always tell people, he knows what's going on, and he knows how to get certain things. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, he, he just, I don't know, I'm just trying to explain how. He's disabled. But he knows, he's learned but he's very so intelligent. Much. Yeah, he's very intelligent in there. And he knows, he, he has likes, dislikes, there's things. And he can see the kids playing. And you know when people are like, oh, you know, this child, she hasn't been able to even make a noise her whole life, and he just sits there. And I think that is sad. But at other times I think, wow, that sounds nice. Because imagine being in his body and seeing the kids running and talking and Not doing whatever. Yeah. And he's thinking, well, I'd like to do that. So I was like, you know, when you get up to heaven and you see me and you tell me that I probably could have done that better, maybe you could say to Heavenly Father, uh, walking and not talking? <laughs> Can
0: <laughs> could I, I just have, have, have one? <laughs> one or the other?
1: <laughs> could I just have something? <laughs> Why am I doing both? This sucks. I oh and gosh, so, it's just, so with his muscle disease, So a lot of the days um, with his disease, he has migraines or headaches. But he can't tell you that. But just because of the way his brain is formed and things like that, he's prone to it. So he, we, I put ibuprofen in quite a bit or aspirin, depending on what it is, and try to help him. Because if he's hitting a lot, Did usually you there's tell? something else going on he's besides just, just that. And his muscles don't grow the same as his bones. So like when he was five and he had his main tendons cut in both legs, he had surgery. They cut them and then just let them dangle and form back because they don't cut the same. So it's getting a tension going.
0: Oh, it had you to steal. So he's
1: casted for about six weeks at that point, and he was so angry. <laughs> can
2: I you bet. imagine having no. your
1: tenants cut? Can no, I agree yeah.
2: though. I even <laughs> no. telling me about
1: <laughs> that though, and I just thought, oh my can you imagine? Goodness. But um, and I guess from hearing from people who've had it done, it's very painful very painful, to painful repair and waiting for them to repair. I'm like, but and he would just put his foot up to you and like to remove the cast and oh, get rid of it and you, you would couldn't try do. to communicate with him. That this is just you know it'll go away and things like that. We I mean, just need to fix it. So the last time he did that was when he was about six. As you I'm know. listening
0: to you, okay, I'm amazed obviously. Uh, I didn't realize that it was so hard. What prepared you for this? This doesn't um, happen to very many people I in know, the world. Right? So Rachel, seriously, I don't you know, know what prepared me. You know something did, right?
1: Well, okay. I don't know. I just laughed because I remember being asked to speak and um. Relief Society, when I thought it was just low muscle tone. And they're like, could you talk about your child so people understand? (laughs) Here's the first person before me in their trial. I can't get my child to take a nap. And I was thinking, oh, good hell. Yeah. I can't get my child to sit up and keep his head up, you know, or just, you know, roll over. I can't get him to do a dang thing. He can't eat. He can't. And so I just remember. But that's just perspective now. However, if I was 16 at that point and I think, you know what I mean? Now I look back and I see kids, or I call them kids now because I feel old. And they'll be like, oh, it's so hard when you first have a child. You're like, oh. God. Oh, you have <laughs> no idea. <You laughs> i I'd just start lie. your meds now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find you something that's going to work as time goes <laughs> on. Until life
2: really happens. Can I just say, I got so, something know. that did prepare you what? for this. Whip- is this a joke? No. Oh, okay. No, this is a compliment. So prepare yourself. Wow, well, I'm not used to this, Shelly. I think you have got <laughs> such a fantastic <laughs> sense of humor. Uh, and not yes. that I think that you sit back and laugh about this. But I, oh, I nice. know you lost your sister. No. Too. Yes, you did. Or no, she was diagnosed with cancer.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. The same week I lost my dad, my sister had a brain tumor. That's so we right. couldn't even tell her that she and that it, he died.
0: And this was before Carson was born? No, this no, was after and, after. after.
1: and one of the hardest parts was that Carson and my dad were best friends. Carson, when of he course. was little, would be no good to any – he would be <laughs> terrible. My dad would hold him. Like, all the other grandkids were a little more afraid of my dad because he was tall and kind of loud. Carson – I mean, he was the best thing that ever happened to my dad mm-hmm. and gave my dad some of the best years of his life before yeah. he died. Oh, because that's, that's so what neat. happens. Because things get really good for a minute, and then <laughs> God really kills them. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is like, so I hope okay, like that. Okay, so, Here's so
2: now. I, I think you have to think <laughs> laugh about life because,
1: honestly, yeah. I was telling
2: Tommy last time we talked, Yeah, really, life sucks. It does. I love and that I'm
1: part of your it Because thing. it does.
2: It does. It does suck. And you have to look at it and say, like, I, and I know that you've had times because yeah. you have such a, you're so amazing. Your personality oh, you're is amazing. Nice. I don't know how to do Because I know things. that there are days where you sit and you look ahead and you think,
1: oh, this yeah. boy of mine is not going to be
2: here forever. Yeah, Sorry, I, I that, get choked
1: up. Because well, I do. And I think because when, it's true. When people say I lost a child, I think, yeah, I would hate to lose a child. But I know that's in my future. But here's the thing. Every time, what people don't understand is when your child has a disability, gosh, he's stupid. So I might have to cry, <laughs> is that every time you see something, it reminds you that it's like they die again. Yeah. So, like, when I take him somewhere and there's kids his age playing, gosh, Shelly, <laughs> football, or things like that, I'm thinking... Why can't he be out there doing that? Or why yeah. can't he be? My mom's always like, oh, he's so cute and so funny. Can you imagine him on his first date or things? And, and you, you wish just, you could. So every time there's something, or when all the kids' cousins were getting baptized, or all the kids, you know, at the time, you just kept thinking, uh, I love this child, and he brings us more joy than anything, because he really does in so many ways that I never thought possible. But at the same time, it's you a feel cro- like... It's a crock of it's, shit it's, that he does. Yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, there's always that. You can look at the silver lining, but there's always going to be crap chef. at the end, too. <laughs> one thing I, I'll tell people, because I lost
2: Jack, and he was, yeah. I mean, he was 24 weeks, and I'm always like, I was so grateful I got to hold him, right. and I got to bury him, that was very, um, it gave me a lot of closure. But I'm so glad I didn't get to know his personality, and I'm so <laughs> glad I didn't get to hear his voice. Yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't get to hear his cry, because... That would make it. I so remember much the day I buried him. I just wanted to lay down next to that uh, grave and never leave. Yeah, I never wanted to leave. Yeah, and so I feel so. Yeah, it's like, uh, for you to have the attitude that you uh, have <laughs> to lay down next to him at night and. Just, oh, I know that's and you your well, it's it, cute, and cute. we
1: do, and we have a great time. And there are times like when my dad died i would sit there bawling my eyes out at night next to carson and he'd look over and just start laughing his head off he thought it was so hilarious so more i'd <laughs> cry the more he'd laugh and i'm like dude you're terrible and he would be laughing and <laughs> i'm like evil. but i knew it was just i just know that um throughout everything and and this is even like with his stepdad now who's never experienced this life i was remarried He's a awesome. couple of years ago he is and carson does he- I mean, carson loves his dad he loves his stepmom but and on our side, this is what I see, mm-hmm. and that is his stepdad has really just stepped up, and he basically just wants to hang out with him. We're all, not all of us are just like, yeah, you're fine. Him and the dogs, and he could be good half yeah. the time. But um, my stephusband, um, Mark, step-husband. Her- my <laughs> husband. Her fake husband. Yeah. I my- <laughs> 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 don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> he, um, he just, when he came into the situation, he was like, I never. Like, when I met you, you're kind of loud, kind of this kind of, And now I get it more after like right. meeting Carson, why everybody's so, yeah. you know, the way they are. And he's even more like that now, too. And he does all the crazy stuff and the noises and gets Carson's attention. And oh, Carson fun. laughs his head off. And, in fact, um, my stepdaughter, Alyssa, will say, Dad, stop. He needs to breathe in between laughing. <laughs> oh, you know, really? Think, that's but, great. But he always, yeah. And so I just think, I don't, I'm so used to it. So when people are, like, explaining, it, it's like, even you know, when you were asking me to talk about something and I was thinking about it, I'm like, even when he starts school they're like so what is he like and i i just forget how complex it is because yeah. it's so normal it's
0: just me. your life this is just ev-
1: this is just normal life so i'll sit there and start thinking about certain things or how they c- i can explain certain things but so to me it like by like i feel tired like i, I feel like do. i've aged a ton in the past 5 years however you look fantastic. Oh, no, yeah. that's what you I look, meant to look fantastic. I meant what to say kidding? however, you guys, if you could see me right now through that. Oh, oh I look she so good. looks great. No. But I'm saying I just I just think you just keep going and you just keep doing it and somehow. Yeah, it works that out. Works. And I think when I look at him now, at fifteen opposed to two, I think of everything we've gone through between then and then and all the stuff that's happened in the family and different things. Um, and I think um, he's actually in one of his best times right now. Um, yeah, that, that's probably my next call. Is
0: that your next call Well, I don't
1: have a it as well as substitute teaching, but
0: well, you know, <laughs> that's true. You, so you, if you did, if you did a TED Talk, then hey, <laughs> you did it. My podcast might launch you. I you could. You never know. It I think could. it might. Oh,
2: maybe oh, a will come and talk to us. Maybe she well, will. Her. Oh my god! I'll harass her. Tell it me would be. Nice.
0: It would be really hard to be nice. a sibling. I mean, because it's and it'd be hard to be a mom because everything's about person. her,
1: I think there's things that she probably hasn't said to me that. And there's anxieties, and there's things that she feels guilty about or sad about.
0: Or even resentments.
1: And and I remember she went to something with um, Trent one night when she was younger. It was a family night somewhere. She was acting real weird and wanted to leave early. And I was at home with Carson. She was upset because here were all these families that got to do this stuff and be a family all together. And she wanted Carson there, but it wouldn't work for him because he wouldn't. And I just think there's so much psychological stuff that goes into that as the sibling that doesn't get discussed or people know. And then later on, you know, certain things come out or they feel certain ways, and it's because they do. They endure a lot.
0: Well, and you as a mom, do you feel like you've lost yourself or do you feel like you found yourself? I
1: feel like now I have. I feel like there were some years where I did. And I think one of the best things, too, as a parent with disabilities, um, kid with disabilities, is you have to take care of yourself.
0: It's exhausting. I I can't even imagine. The the
1: whole way I thought it before was like, oh, just do everything for your kids but it's like the whole thing i hate when people say it too when you're on an airplane and the mask comes down you gotta put the mask over you first before the (laughs) other person but here's the analogy i mean how do you do it you have to you have to take care of yourself you have to allow those moments to go out and be more normal and do whatever and get these things done by yourself in order to be able to take care of everyone else
0: well and it's hard isn't it because every question is probably about him do people do you find that it's ever about you or does that bother you? that? No, everyone...
1: I, I mean, a lot of people are so curious about his situation. And seeing him, they don't even get the depth of what he is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you hear a disease and you're like... I didn't realize. But the stuff that goes on on the inside of what's happening, mm-hmm. there's just a lot more going on psychologically and mentally and all that. And so I think... I just... I don't mind... T- I like people to understand things, but... A lot of times, like I said, I'll forget certain things, and I'm like,
0: "Oh yeah, maybe I oh, should." Oh yeah, I also do that.
1: that because I'm just so used to it. It just seems like no- a life. Just
0: I a think life. it's neat though that you mentioned that it's been so hard, but you've found yourself. So maybe at yeah. first you were feeling really lost, but it sounds like you found mm-hmm. your calling.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Here, when I'm like, um, I when I'll go into the rooms and work with kids or whatever, even when even though I'm doing mostly um, regular classroom now. I still feel like there's a lot of kids in regular classroom that needs support, and so as a sub, I'm not there to change everybody's world or to babysit. I'm there a lot of the time looking for the kid that needs somebody to cheer them on a little, and just I'm there because all kids have this need of wanting to feel, you know, a kind of love to feel yeah. normal yeah. acceptance. and acceptance. So, so I feel like I've done my best. If by lunch they're saying, "Well, you're gonna be back after lunch, right? You're love oh, gonna be I love that. the just... day," and then I think, oh, okay. And sometimes when I have to come down hard on kids, because I do, I'll be surprised when they're like, "You're my favorite substitute," and I'm like, "How? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just <because> told you <laughs> no recess!" <laughs> but I just feel like it's given me a way to kind of get into that world more with kids and of different types of things going on because even the ones without disabilities have a lot of stuff going on at home. Yeah, they so. sure do, so, Rachel. But, you're awesome. Really, awesome. thank you
0: so much. I don't mean to keep keeping you guys because I know Shelley's got to pretend like she's not sick anymore and go back know, to that's work. True. She
2: has a lot. Of- <laughs>